Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Alexa. I am Ambrosia. Hello. And we are here today with a very special guest, Ascension Self-Love Guide, unschooling mama of two little girls here to spread love and light across the globe. This is Melissa Eliyahu. So fun to say. Yahoo! Hi, Melissa. Welcome to Inner Bloom. Well, hello. Thank you for having me here. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're excited to have you too. We were just realizing offline that we've already shared a podcast together when I was, especially when I was doing a lot of interviews over on Positive Head. Uh, You were on that podcast and we've already connected and it sounds like you're doing something really beautiful and new um, in your life. And so we're really excited to dive into all of that here on this podcast. Um, But before we do, we really love to hear people's stories and just kind of how they got to be doing what they're doing. So we'd love if you could share about what your path has been like up until this point and uh, yeah, whatever feels relevant. Yes. Sounds awesome. So yeah, my journey is definitely, it's definitely been a journey and I'm actually in the process of writing a book about it because it really has been like every step of the way has been like a full on journey within itself. And there's so many lessons that have been learned along the way. Um, But like ultimately my journey of really diving deeper within and like understanding spirituality and kind of connections of breath and presence was when I was in Northern India, I went for, well, I was supposed to go on a two week trip to visit my brother in Thailand because he was trying to convince me to come for a year. And I'm like, I have a job, I have a boyfriend, there's no way I'm going to come for a year, but I'll come for two weeks. So I got there and literally everyone I met was on like a one year trip, one or two year trip traveling from Thailand to Southeast Asia, like to India, to whatever, all those different places. And I was like, you know what? Why am I going back? I don't married. I don't have kids. I'm not like, I don't have any mortgages. Like I'm staying. So I, I went to the travel agent and I extended my trip for six months and I stayed for six months, which was the most amazing transformational journey of my life. And that was truly, that was like the beginning of all this. But When I was in the north of India, a place called Dharmasala, which is where the Dalai Lama lives, there's something called Vipassana meditation, which is 10 days silence meditation. Mm -hmm. And so you sit in silence for 10 days and connect to your breath. And it's intense. I had never meditated really that much of my life. I wasn't at that point, really. I wasn't meditating up until then. I just dove head first in. I'm like, I'm in the north of India. This is where the Dalai Lama lives. Like, there's no other time. I'm going to have 10 days to just be here and look at Mount Everest and meditate. So I'm in. So I did it. (laughs) And I just remember coming out and it was like, whoa, it was like opened up a whole new world for me. And I'm like, oh my God, when our mind goes quiet, like I remember during the process, I had insane pain in my body and I went up to the guru and I was like, I can't do this anymore. My body's aching. And he says to me, keep meditating. I'm like, that's it. That's all you got for me. Keep meditating. And so I did. I continued. And it was eventually the pain like becomes a sensation, which is all that pain is. It's just a sensation. And so you start to see it and observe it instead of being it. 
And then you realize when you separate your thoughts from your body, it's like, and you, you come back to presence, it's like all there is is love and peace and harmony. So I, that was the first really experience of that Northern India. And then from there, I just feel like my life has just been such a journey. And, you know, I mean, really ultimately this quarantine, I was just writing about this because it was kind of like, I'm sure a lot of people experience this. It was like, I feel like I was on a pilgrimage climbing Mount Everest, like the tallest mountain in the world. And there were so many like lows, but there was also ups, you know, but like Mm -hmm. it was intense and deep and dark night of the soul and all of it, like really getting to the core of my being. And, you know, when you're in quarantine, many of us were faced with triggers because you're faced with the person that you're with all the time and you can't leave. You're like, okay, you're in my (laughs) face. Like what's, what do I need to learn here? What's going on? And so kind of took me into all of that, like the triggers and what's underneath the triggers. And it just kind of took me to the core and made me realize that like each and every one of us are amazing, incredible, unique beings filled with love and light. And the only thing that separates us from that is our thinking and the programming upon which we live in, the system mm-hmm. upon which we live. And it's like, it's, it's a journey, you know, it's a journey to get to the point of like being able to kind of remove the programming and come back to presence. Like, it's not like I was just going to, there's something else I wanted to share. Like, it's like you wake up in the morning, you do your meditation, but that's not enough. You know, like you have to make it a moment to moment thing because your mind is tricky and it will take you somewhere from yesterday or take you somewhere to tomorrow. If you're not like aware enough and not like being conscious enough Mm -hmm. as to where your thoughts are. So it's like, it really is like, every moment but then eventually it gets easier and easier because it's like an unraveling of the dna the programming that's been ingrained into us since the beginning of time so this journey of the quarantine really kind of opened up a lot about just my childhood and my wounds and this abandonment and all these things i didn't even know existed and i i it just brought a lot to the surface and so i just kind of realized i'm i'm i want to dedicate my life to spreading love and light and teaching the importance of really loving ourselves and loving the amazing beings that we are. Because I think that all of us, most of us go through life feeling like we're not good enough and like we're not worthy. And, you know, it's because we weren't seen and heard in the way that we needed to as little kids. Like all we needed was for our parents to just come down on our level and just really be present with us. And I see you and I I hear you. And then we would feel accepted. And then our throat chakra could be open and we could feel comfortable to be who we are and not be afraid. But you know, we go through our lives being so afraid of to be who we are because of our upbringing and our wounds. And so we go through our lives in that way. But we're like, every one of us are amazing and incredible and unique. And we all come here with our own gifts. And so I just realized through this discovery, like, this is the thing I need to be teaching because everyone has to understand their power and their light. Like there's not one person out there that's better than another. If you're not doing this or you're doing that, it doesn't make you any better or worse. You already are pure love and light. Like it's already, you don't have to be doing anything. You don't have to be being anyone. Like you're already it in this moment. And it's all about just coming back home to that, which we are. So really this, this journey for me has taken me to that space of understanding like how amazing and incredible each of us are. And we all have such a gift and we all have something to contribute to this planet. Mm. So, yeah, it's been, I mean, I could just go on for hours and hours. It was pretty <laughs> intense, the journey. <laughs> my journey has been crazy. But in a nutshell, that's kind of like where I'm at in terms of like my healing and everything. It's exciting, exciting times right now that we're living in. Indeed. And is that what brought you to, would love to hear more about like this new earth schooling. Is that what 
it feels like that was a natural evolution too. Because when you're talking about, you know, all we needed, all we really need is to, well, especially when you're talking about the programming, right? Like a lot of that programming comes from school, um, you know, and what we're taught and to be seen and to, to follow orders and not really like to turn off the creativity and to to obey and, and all of that. Um, so is that kind of what naturally led you to wanting to be involved with the, the schooling or to speak a little bit about yeah. that? Yeah, 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 for sure. So it's interesting, like you said, it's like the universe kind of led me in this direction because before the quarantine happened, my oldest daughter, who was in a Waldorf school, was, we ended up taking, there was a sequence of events, she ended up coming out of the school and I ended up bringing her home. And at first I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, huh? And then I, I realized, I'm like, oh, well, I just go to yoga every day and I go to the beach and I go on hikes and I meditate a lot. So I'm like, why don't I just do that with her? Like, what's the push of like having to learn this and learn that? So I started doing that and literally like I just saw when I, there wasn't the pressure on learning, like she was lit up, like her light was shining so bright. She became super confident when we were around new kids, she started expressing herself and opening up more. And normally she's very shy and was very quiet and like around new kids, her head would kind of be down. And I just saw like the power of having her home with me and just letting go of the pressure. And also I, I realize in school, like we're so sensitive and just as adults and I'm very specific as to who I spend my time with energetically because we can take on other people's energy. And there, here's our children who are like extremely sensitive and they're not really sure of who they are yet. And we put them in these classrooms with 20 plus kids and we don't know what energy those kids are bringing in from home and what they're holding on to, which is then affecting our children. Mm -hmm. And it's like, then there's like so much of the comparisons in school. And I just remember like the boys separate, the girls separate, make, like just all of that. And I'm like, I just would love the idea, like the idea of just taking them out of all that and letting them learn who they are and love themselves before like exposing them to all of it. And so it really was like such a gift because it just kind of happened by a sequence of events where she ended up coming home, being at home. And then I saw the gift in it after a month. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to pull my other daughter out of school. Like, this is amazing. I want them both home with me. And so she was in preschool at another alternative school, but still it's just having them home. It's a whole nother thing. So I was going to pull her out. And then the quarantine happened and everything got shut down. And it was like, oh, okay. So you guys were already preparing me for this. And and then, you know, I, I wasn't sure really what I was doing at first with them. I was kind of like, I need to like, she needs to learn to read. She needs to learn to write at the beginning, beginning. And then I was like, I need to get a curriculum. I need to like figure this and that. And then I heard something about unschooling and I looked into it and it was basically like, let go of all curriculums, homework, studying, tests, like having to do this and just be, just let them be. Don't have any set schedules, like just allow them to be and do and play and explore. And it's all about playing and playing and playing lots and lots of playing. And so I was like, yes, that sounds amazing. I love that. Cause then it's just like, wake up in the morning. Okay. What do we feel like doing today? It's not this whole big thing. Like, okay, I need to prepare for tomorrow. And, 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 and it was like totally in alignment. So I'm like done. And so then I kind of just have started to kind of do more of that. But what I've coined is new earth schooling, because ultimately what it really is for me, like unschooling is one way of doing it, but then new earth schooling is kind of taking it to the new earth level of like today. And really like we play music to the plants and like really learning about the earth, We're learning about things that are important that actually matter. So like we play music, we play drums, we go outside, we hike to the beach, we do beach cleanups, we create things and sell them and raise money and give to the homeless. And, you know, we just brought a 
meal to this family for New Year's, which was really sweet. They like were didn't don't have much money, and we I found a family, and me and my girls went and brought them a meal. And it's just like those are the kind of lessons I think our children. And that's like the the future generation of our children. Like they're the change makers of our time, and I just feel like. These are the kind of things that they need to be learning and also like getting to know who they are and being given that space to just be and do and not with the pressure of like, okay, now we need to be learning our letters because I did, I tried that. I was like pushing it and it was just, it was uncomfortable. There was resistance. I don't want to read. I don't know. I'm like, you know, why, why am I pushing this? And it's only because, and I, and I, as a mother have to deprogram myself because, you know, we go through 12 years of education system where program with the belief that they need to know reading by first grade, writing by second grade, math, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, says who? Like, who cares when she learns to read and write? What matters most is that she's happy and that she's enjoying each moment and that she's playing and being and doing the things that she loves to do and having fun. And so that's kind of like, in a nutshell, the new earth schooling that we do. And you know, there, there's been times where I'm just like, you know, I know all of her friends or all of their friends are probably ahead of them with like their reading and their writing and their math and what they know, like what they know in their minds. But I think that on a physical and energetic level, level, like the education system really turns off our children's lights and my light, my kids, their lights are shining so bright. Like even people that see them, they're like, wow, like these kids are you different. And it's really is truly because I'm just being so present with them and you know, we wake up in the morning, we do our little meditation, we do our little card reading, we do music for the plants. That's kind of like our structure of the day. That's like the most of it. And then after that, I'm like, okay, like, what do you guys want to do today? And then we'll be like, oh, let's go for a hike. Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the farm, you know, and, or let's sew or paint or you make clay, little beads and jewelry. You know, there's always so many different things that you can do. And so it really is just being there and being present with them. And, and from that space of doing that, then you really get to know, know who your children are. And so versus when they're put in the education system, they're completely disconnected from who they are because they're being forced to learn different things that they aren't even interested in, memorize so that they can take tests and do well on their tests so that they can pass their grades. And it's like, you know, for what, and then it, and it basically just separates them from the truth of who they are and I feel like the way that I'm doing it, it's just like they're really getting to know themselves and each other and the girls have become best friends. I never thought, before having kids, I never thought it was possible to have kids that are such good friends. And it's beautiful because they've become such best friends and they've learned how to communicate with each other. And I think that's another thing with this uns unschooling, newer schooling is they really have learned what they can, what they'll get away with and not get away with how to apologize, how to connect, how to talk about what bothered them. Like really just connecting with their bodies, what's hurting, what's bothering you. Are you feeling sad? It's okay to feel sad. You can feel sad. Like it's just everything new earth, you know, like letting them be who they are, letting them know it's okay. Like if you see me crying, you don't, it's okay. Like it's okay if I'm crying, like it's okay. I'm sad. I'm hurting. And in another moment I might be happy, but these are emotions and that's normal. And we don't have to be afraid of it. And I just, you know, it's like, Earth is our school and every moment, every single moment you learn things. So yeah, <laughs> in a nutshell, that's what we're doing here at home. Yeah. Ambie, I'm so curious. Thank you for sharing all that, by the way. It's really yeah, fascinating so to much. hear about that. Ambie, I'm, I've, I was like thinking of you the whole time because I'm really curious what your perspective is on. Well, I. Because you're, cause she's a mom. I'm not a mom yet. So. I, I have three kids, uh, 16, eight and five. And one of them is asking me a question right now. Yes, upstairs. Yes, go upstairs. Um, 
My 16 year old is like, what do you want me to do upstairs with the kids? Um, sorry. Yes. So it's funny that you said that because I started homeschooling my kids too this year. And I've had the same experience. At first, I was like really rigid. I was really like, we've got to get this done. Like you are supposed to read. I have a kindergartner too. You're supposed to read by this age and you have to like know your sight words and you have to know all of these things. And so I taped all the sight words around the house and we went over it every day. And then I think um, last month I was like, you know, fuck it. Like if he doesn't read, he doesn't read. Like I quit. And so it's not as intentional, I think. It's more of like, I don't want to feel this pressure anymore. I don't want to argue with my kids. I don't want them to cry. I don't want to cry about this. So um, two of them are in like an online academy. And we're learning about online schooling, which is not fun for them. Um, but that's what we're doing. And then I love the idea of just relaxing about it. I love that idea because there's so much pressure. I don't know if you guys can hear that. There's so much pressure that moms put on themselves to get it right and make sure that their kids are these certain types of people. And I feel like that goes into expectations, like letting go of the expectations you have of yourself as a mom and letting go of the expectations that you have of your children. Because that's exhausting. Yes. Totally. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah. It really, like, it just makes such a difference when you realize, like, wait, why am I pushing them to learn? Like, they're going to learn to read. It's just like walking. You know, some parents yeah. do. They'll take the kid's hand and try to get them walking, give them walkers. I was never, I just, I'm like, when they're ready, they'll walk. But, like, you know, it's like they're going to learn to read eventually when they're ready and when they want to. And then when they do want to, they're going to be so into it and loving it. But if they're, it's forced upon them, then, like, anything, like any of us, if something's forced upon us, then we're going to resist it and push it away. Like, we don't want that. So, and it's just better. It feels good for everyone, you know? And you just let go of, like, the need. You have to learn and you need to know your words and you need to know, know your letters. And it's like once you let go of all of that, like, seriously let go and be like, you know what? You don't know your days of the week. And that's okay. Like, my mom the other day, I went to pick her up because I was away. And she's like, you know, she doesn't know her days of the week. And I'm like, to be honest, time and space are like, you know, an illusion <laughs> way. Like all yeah. we have right here, right now in this moment. And like, I don't care if she doesn't know what day it is or what time it is or any of that, because the only one that needs to know that is us. But do, if, we, if we're really just in the present moment and we don't need to be anywhere, we don't really need to know that. So, you know, it's like we put this idea on like the importance of learning these mm -hmm. things, but like for what reason? Because of the system that's told us that that's what they need to know based upon the system that was built for factory workers anyway. And that's what the yeah. school system was built upon anyhow. It was built upon, built in a way that people could go into the system learn what they need to learn so they could go work in a factory and work for someone else. That's what the system is built upon. And I just feel like, you know, with my daughter, I'm like, she could by 10 years old already have her own business making jewelry or sewing or, you know, whatever it is that she loves to do mm -hmm. and you know, have to go to business school. So it's, it's just a whole misconception, this idea. And the other thing I truly believe, I don't know about you guys, but I believe that we all come into this, onto this earth plane with our own, obviously like mission, our own, purpose our own gifts and everything that we need to pursue those gifts is already within us and so this whole education system is a whole mess anyway because it isn't necessary for us to pursue our purpose and our gifts all that's really necessary is like keeping them in, at home and allowing them to be and do as they feel in the moment and allowing them to be mm -hmm. well i think the education system is like a nice babysitter right it's a nice like place to have your and don't get me wrong like right now 
I would, I would like that. I would like that break for a minute, but I like the, I like what you're talking about. Like today we made fresh pasta. And so we were doing different things with the pasta and next we're crocheting after this. So it's fun. It's definitely, um, it's definitely different. And you know, what is interesting is I find my kids are, I'll cut up their, we have these like, um, fake chicken nuggets thing. And so we put four on the plate and I say, if I cut each of these in half, how many will we have? So we're doing division, right? And they don't even understand that we're doing division. That's right. Exactly. Or like making pizzas. Okay. We have one pizza. Now we have four slices. How much is each slice? A quarter. So you kind of sneak it in and make it fun. Yeah. And I, and I really understood, I started to see when you were saying like, without putting the pressure on them, like in terms of, oh my God, they have to read. It's like you said, it's like, Kids want to do what everyone else around them is doing. They want to learn that. I know I I wanted that when when someone else was doing something, like an adult around me was doing something cool or accessing something. I was like, how are you doing that? What's the deal with that? You know. And like you said, when the, you come with that inquisitive mind, and it's time for you to learn, that that's when you're really going to absorb it. Versus like you said, when it's this arbitrary time when it doesn't even. I've always been that way where I'm like, if I don't, if it doesn't make sense to me why I'm taking in this information, I won't take it in. There's like a part of me that's like, I need to understand why. And if there's no reason, which there hardly ever was, um, then, then I, I, I just, and I, I'm a very, I was a very quick learner. I was very intelligent child, I guess I could take in information and apply it very well, but like I had to make sense to me why. And that always frustrated me. There really wasn't much of a reason uh, most of the time. So I really love that, that because I remember being a little kid and, you know, my dad doing something and me being like, what are you doing? Like, I want to know about that. I want to understand that because you understand that. Um, I also wanted to say one thing about, you know, the, the education system and like you know, I was thinking about why that, that, that perpetual cycle of stress that, you know, you're in from the beginning. It sounds like I didn't even realize it started that early, but Ambie from being friends with you and talking to you, understanding how early it starts, it like starts right at the beginning. And then it just picks up speed until people don't even know why their kids don't even know why they're so stressed. Parents don't even know why they're so stressed. And really, why is it if you actually ask someone, it's because, well, you got to get into a good college. I will tell you right now, I love my parents so much. They gave me the greatest gift of no college debt. And then I got to go to the college I wanted to go to, USC. And I feel blessed. I got to go to LA. I got to be at this beautiful space. I did not learn anything there. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I had a great time. I had a great time. But... I don't think that college is, for most people, an education system. I think it's a social adult experience. And um, obviously, if you're a doctor or a lawyer or something, that's different. But I just think that thing that we're trying to reach isn't even really relevant anyway. That thing that we're trying to reach, that's exactly what it does. It makes us think that it's always out there. The thing that is going to bring us the happiness, the thing that's going to bring us the joy. It's like it's out there and we have to go through the system so that we can go to college, so that we can get a job and then we'll be happy because we have a job and then we can get married and have kids. And it's just like the system repeats itself. So it's like we've just been led to believe that like in order to get a good job, 
we need to have a good education. And it's such a misconception, misconception because everything we need is already within us. And if we're given the tools and the right, you know, environment and the space to get to know who we are, to quiet down all the noise and just to be able to play and be, I mean, my girls create worlds with their dolls or so into their dolls. And just like, you know, you get so creative with your imagination, you get to use your mind. Whereas in school, like you're just using your mind, like to memorize things and to learn things that you don't even have any interest in that you're never going to use again in your life. And so it's like this whole misconception, like you need to go to school to get a good education so that you can get a good job where it's like, it's so backwards. And I, I feel like we're living in this time right now, which is, is an exciting time. It's a little crazy out there what's going on in the world, but it's also like we're moving into a shift of consciousness. So we're, we're evolving. And so the education system is shifting. And I truly believe that I see like the future of education as being more in connection with the child and like, you know, individualized um, mm -hmm. focus. So it's, yeah, it's moving into that. I can feel it. Go ahead, Amy. Go ahead. Were you going to say something? No, no. I oh. was just going to keep going. I, oh, I was just getting this image of like also, you know, what if it's, – it's cool because I'm realizing, just like you said, Ambie, it's like you've been putting so much pressure on yourself, so much pressure every day, so much pressure till finally, finally you're like, I can't do this anymore. I, can, I cannot live like this. And you just surrender. You just let mm -hmm. it go, right? Mm -hmm. And what if that's what this – what if that's what coronavirus is about? And, you know, this whole time, it's – the pressure is being pushed so hard that it's forcing you to make a decision. It's forcing you to say – you can fight it, you can fight it, and it'll exhaust the hell out of you. Yeah, or you please. can finally just be like, oh, who cares? Like, who cares? You know? Yeah. And get to what really matters. Uh, like you're, And I think that's what you're saying, Melissa. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. I feel like this whole thing has really pushed us into that space of just having to surrender and let go and just like, you know, really let go of the noise out there our whole lives we've been focused on what's going on out there and now this is like shifting us into a new state of consciousness where it's like okay let's put our focus and turn it within and let's focus on in here because you know the true healing of our planet is connected to each and every one of us coming back to our light and coming back to love and so when we shift our focus from everything out there it's like you know and bring it to within us that's where we really bring the healing. And I know like, you know, I don't watch the news or any of that. You know, I hear what's going on through my mom and other people, but I can feel energetically the intensity of what's happening on our planet. But I also just feel so much love and so much light because I know that earth is ascending. Like our, the vibration of the earth right now is higher than it's ever been. And we're literally going into an ascension process and moving into 5D consciousness, which is really exciting. But in as people that are of the earth, they're living on this earth plane, having to witness it and unaware Aware that it's happening and lost in it, which is why I'm so passionate about speaking about not getting lost out there, not getting lost in the, you know, the weeds, don't get lost in the weeds, see beyond the weeds and see into the new earth that we are creating because the, all that's happening out there is just a tearing apart of systems, a crumbling and a dismantling of the way things have been for so long that isn't working anymore. So all of what's happening out there is everything's just crumbling and falling apart to make way for something new so it's like instead of putting our focus and energy on and it's been always ingrained in us again it's like a deprogramming we need to watch the news we need to know what's going on and so we think we're doing our part by you know doing that and the truth is is the best thing we can be doing is turning off the news and connecting with our heart space and connecting with presence because that's when you really bring true healing and that's what's and that's why i talk about a lot is like that's what's going to elevate us and move us 
quick, more quickly into this new earth. Cause where it's already happening, the light's already won. Like we're moving into the new earth, but the more and more people that wake up, the quicker we move into it. And it is happening. Like more people are waking up at warp speed. Things aren't making sense. Storylines aren't connecting. Like there's just too much censorship. It's just, everything is kind of crumbling. And I think that, yeah, I could go way into that, but it's exciting times. <laughs> there the light is winning and the light has won totally and I think um I think too like it's 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 important to note like you know there can, you can have you can also have like a balance of these things too right like it also feels like there's gonna be it can be this convergence of like you know you you can be on this side you can be on this side you can be somewhere in the middle it's I think really that's that's the point it's like it's it's asking us to ask like what do we want to experience what do we think is important like you said it's all about connecting back to the self and not asking system tell me what I should be thinking is important or what is the most important it's asking myself what what is most important, therefore giving our children the space to ask themselves what is the most important um, to them and trusting that that inner compass within mm-hmm. and knowing that we have the ability to create, customize and create whatever. That's what COVID showing us too. It's like some people are doing this, some people are doing this, some people are doing mm-hmm. stuff I've never heard of, like cool. Um, and, and we're creative beings and that's what's so awesome, you know, and, and to realize that that's our, our true power, um, and that you're not really stuck within anything. You have a lot of decisions you can make all the time. Um, Ambi, were you going to say something before? Sorry if I, no, you weren't. Okay. Don't remember. Um, wait, so, so Melissa, are you like working with people as far as like this new earth schooling? Are you working with people? Are you just like kind of advocating for it? Like, are you helping people? Um, like, let's say there's a mom or a dad or whoever listening right now that's like, no, oh, that sounds really cool. And like, I might like to implement that. Um, you know, how are you kind of like working with people? Yeah. So basically it's kind of like I'm allowing it to all unfold. And so where I'm at right now is I do a lot of stuff on my Instagram and I'm working on creating my website and getting that all together. I just launched my mama sunshine because everybody's always my whole life called me, like told me I'm like a son, like I'm like the sunshine. And one of my friends, my new friends on Instagram always calls me that. I'm like, oh, actually, I kind of like that. I'm going to coin that mama sunshine. All right, I'll take it. So anyway, yeah. So I'm just kind of putting everything together right now, to be honest. Like I'm creating like a little program and creating workshops all about like really connecting back to your heart space and your heart center and self-love and the present moment and tools that we can use because you really do need the tools to stay in that space of presence in our lives and remember that like everything is within us. And like, if there's something out there that we're not happy about, it just means we have to go deeper within ourselves. And um, so that to me is something important to share. So I do like, I'm putting a workshop together on that. And I just do a lot of writing and working on my book and love coaching. And I, so I work with people, you know, helping guide them one-on-one back to that space of, you know, what is the the story that you're living your life by? Like the unconscious story that's r- ruling your life. Let's get to the core of that and dismantle it and replace it with love and, you know, inner child. We do a lot of inner child work, inner child mm-hmm. healing. Powerful one that's helped me so much. Yeah. Um, connecting with a little girl within and... Yeah, there's just so many amazing tools, cord cutting, because it's like the programming of the mind. There's like a lot of different things, but I, I feel the program, it's all coming together really beautifully. And 
there's just so many awesome tools that have helped me on my journey to stay in this space and stay in my power and stay in the state, a state of presence and let go of being afraid of what other people think. Cause that's always our thing, you know, like criticism and judgment and the fear of being criticized. And it's like, once you get to a place where you realize like, I'm actually freaking awesome and really amazing. So I don't care what anyone thinks of me. Cause I already know that I'm awesome and I'm an amazing mom and amazing my wife and person. So, you know, it's like getting to that point has been such a journey. Like it's not always, I've been real hard on myself most of my life. So I know I can help people. Like I, I love to help people with that. And I know that I can. So that's why I'm kind of pushing forward with creating my programs and stuff. So beautiful. That sounds amazing. What's the name of your book? Well, I haven't quite put it out there yet, but I can tell you guys. Should oh, I? that's exciting. Thank you. Well, it was a channel. It was channeled because the, the way that I do things is like, I don't go to my, listen, I believe that we don't need our thoughts. Like our thoughts do not serve us yeah. at all. So if we want to create something in our lives, like it's all about getting present and asking for guidance and asking our guides, angels, Archangel, Michael, ascended masters to support us and show us the way. And so that's kind of the way I've always done things. Like people are like, oh, you should get a coach. And I'm like, no, I'm working with the spirit world. Um, so basically I was just like sitting on a, I went and got a hotel room somewhere in Ojai and I um, kind of just was like working on my book. I'm like, man, what's the name of my book going to be? I have no idea. And I don't want to use my thinking mind to try to figure it out. Like I know it was not going to come from like me trying to think about what it's going to be. Cause I, I think that the most powerful things come from chat being channeled through you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's like getting our mind out of the way and remembering like nothing good comes from our thinking mind, all good, everything amazing and incredible, all wisdom, all downloads, all messages, everything comes from the space of being in the present moment. That's like where all the downloads come through. And so I kind of just sat on the balcony. I'm like, angels and guides, show me what the name of um, my book should be. And I literally open my eyes and I look up in front of me and there in front of me, there's a supermarket in Ojai called the Rainbow Bridge. And I was like, Rainbow Bridge. And it was at a time where rainbows were taken over my life. And I was like, oh, yes. Okay. That's the, that's what it is. And it's basically a story of, you know, the loss of my birth father. I was seven months old when he died. So it's basically like a story of through the loss of my father um, and the magical rainbow journey in between, which was my, is my life to finding my way back home to really loving myself and accepting mm -hmm. myself and, you know, just being at peace with who I am. And so it's kind of like a rainbow journey from loss to love. That's so, so beautiful. I know. And it was crazy because I was in the ocean surfing the other day and I'm like, I swear the messages are coming through. It's like when you're present, the messages come through like that, like you are connected to source consciousness, to your angels, to your guides, to God. So when your mind is quiet there, it's like, oh, okay, you're open for this now. Here you go. So I was out in the ocean surfing and literally I was talking about my birth father who, you know, Pat, like I said, he passed when I was a baby and he's been coming through a lot lately and more recently. And so I was talking about him with my friend and all of a sudden I felt his energy really strong. And I was like, oh, wow. Like I really feel him. And then all of a sudden my fr I hear a noise behind me and my friend's like, holy shit. And I was like, what? And she's like, and I turn and there was a dolphin like right at my leg. Wow. And I'm like, oh my God, it's my dad. It's totally my daddy came in the form of a dolphin. It was amazing. <laughs> and then I look up at the sun and I've never, I don't know if you guys have seen this. I've never seen this. There was a rainbow ring around the sun. So then I'm like, oh my God, there is a story about the Indians that used to live on the land in Malibu and how like way back in the day when they were getting pushed off the land, they were like, there was a rainbow bridge. They talked about this rainbow bridge and that all like Indians were jumping off the bridge into the water and becoming dolphins. And they like just became dolphins and dolphins are super wise and intuitive and very like plugged mm -hmm. in. It's, 
energetically. Yeah, they're like such healers. They're so powerful. Just their energy around you, it's like, whoosh, you get this like wave of high vibration energy. Like they're super powerful, but it's like, wow, okay, rainbow, bridge, dolphin, it's all happening. It's all coming together. Done. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, if you guys so are the beautiful. first name, thank, thank you, you so much for sharing. sharing. It sounds so beautiful and so in, so in alignment. Ambie, yeah. are you saying something? Oh, you're saying something to someone else. Sorry, read your lips. Um, <laughs> so, Melissa, where can people uh, find you? I know you said you were doing a lot of stuff on Instagram. Um, yeah. And, yeah, where can they connect with you? You can find me on for now on Instagram, um, Melissa underscore Eliyahu. And that's my Instagram. And Facebook is the same, Eliyahu. And then for now, that's where you got, you can find me. And from there, you can connect to my um, YouTube. I have a YouTube channel as well, Melissa Eliyahu. And yeah, Perfect. that's pretty much it. There's an email address attached, I think, on my Instagram. You can email me. Awesome. We'll put, we'll put all those links in the show notes so that people, you know, if they're interested or they're liking what they hear, which I'm sure a lot of people are um, resonating, you can, um, you guys can click the links and you can uh, connect with Melissa and follow her and stay tuned for her book and YouTube channel. I feel like I see you doing a YouTube. I feel like YouTube, that's a good place for you for sure for all of this information. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Cool. Anything else you, you want to share before we wrap up here? And, and Yeah. I mean, I guess the biggest message I always say is just remember to like, you know, everything that's going on right now on our planet, everything that's happening out there with the coronavirus, the presidencies, like all of it, everything, all of the craziness, just remember to like not get too lost in it, but to be able to see a beyond it, like really try to see past it because it's like the more you get lost in it, the more you go into fear mode and anxiety and like uncertainty of the future and all these things. Whereas we are, we are here shifting timelines. So basically we get to choose which, where we want to move to from this space right now. And so the more of us that are lost in what's happening out there, the more of what's happening out there will continue to give, we give energy to that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how can you really come back home to love right now and come back to the present moment and like, you know, for something we've done our whole lives is watched out there, watch the news, shows, programming, all that. Like, how can you just kind of turn that off? Any negative negative news feeds on your Instagram and your Facebook? How can you just, you know, bring more positivity in? Um, and even like people in your life that are just like talking about the news all day, like try to just kind of separate yourself from the news a little bit and go within and find yourself and connect to your heart space and connect to love. Because when we connect to love, we are literally more powerful than we can even imagine. And so by us connecting to our heart center and our heart space, like we bring so much healing to ourselves, to the people in our lives and to our part of the world. So just, I just wanted to remind people to really not get lost in the weeds. Mm, Thank you so much. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you guys for having me. This is so fun. Yeah. Thank you, Melissa, for being here, for sharing, just like totally sharing your heart. It, it's really, it's really nice and refreshing. Um, and thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, and until next time, everyone, keep on blooming. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye guys.
If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. Oh.